0: Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa
1: Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano, host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays and email us anytime, Locked on Rays at gmail.com. Ulysses, it is a Tuesday, which means we are back to our player review series. And we have Psycho Psycho Pete. Crazy Eyes Pete, (laughs) Pete Fairbanks is who we have up on the docket. And as we do these player reviews, we give an overview with their stats, what went right with the player, what went wrong, the player's future with the team, and a grade of the player from the 2021 season. So Ulysses,
1: we present Pete Fairbanks. Has anybody... Uh, trademark the Psycho Pete thing? Because you got me. I've, that, that's the first time you've ever dropped that one on me today. I think it was a coach with the Texas Rangers that threw that out there. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. How have we never called them like that? Uh, is that I offensive? Do not, that, that could be offensive. I don't it know. It could be. It could be. But it does go back to
0: the fact that he would get very, very upset. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, the eyes kind of give right. it away, too. Like, yeah. he is... Eh, I know we just finished Halloween, but he is made for, you know, a horror movie, if you will. (laughs) But he would like if he messed up in a bullpen session or missed through a pitch, he would break his sunglasses, break brand new Oakley. So that's where I think the Psycho Pete nickname was garnered.
1: Psycho Pete, Pistol Peep, Crazy Eyes, uh, whoever uh, he goes by with the nickname he had a 42 and 2 two third season in 2021. A 3.59 ERA, a much better 2.7 FIP. Mm-hmm. He had 56 strikeouts in those 42 and two third innings. 40 hits allowed. 11.1 percentage uh, on the walk and on the K's 29.6 percent. He was a one F an F one play F four player 1.00. Did you get his B ref war? Uh, I think it was 0.0 actually on B ref. Wow. That's interesting. We usually get fan graphs a a little bit of a bump up. So
0: 0.0. I just checked and confirmed. Well
1: then, uh, you know, if we add those two together an average amount 0.5, uh, war for, for Pete Fairbanks overall, I think he showed this season improvement from Mm -hmm. what we've seen in the past. I think the, uh, Unfortunately, the exceeds expectation is a bit too too high right. for him right now. But I think he showed that he has the stuff oh, yeah. to be a guy that you can trust. I mean, when, when you see that every year he has maintained that fastball velocity, 2019, 97.4, 2020, 97.4. so a little tick down, Mm -hmm. but still 97 miles an hour as an average velocity for that fastball. That that's really nice when you when you kind of pair that up with the decreasing hard hit percentage year in and year out. You hope that that means that he's learning how to pitch better to soft contact.
0: Those are absolutely some positive signs and the spin rates have pretty much stayed true with the fastball and the slider. I know his slider has lost a couple ticks here and there, but that might be deliberate to get more vertical movement instead, which he has shown. And what we've seen with Pete Fairbanks since the Rays acquired him from the Texas Rangers in 2019, they made a point to flip-flop his usage. He was throwing more sliders beforehand. He was about a 56% slider, 44% fastball guy. Now it's basically reversed, where he's relying on the four-seam 58% of the time and the slider 42% of the time. But you hit on a couple things there, Ulysses, that I think are are, uh, encouraging for Pete Fairbanks going forward. Of course, we know about the has that, you know, doesn't just average 97, but touches 99, 100 yeah. on occasion or more than on occasion. But if you look compared to at least last year, uh, and, and really I think his entire career, the exit velocity decrease, the max exit velocity decrease, the hard hit percentage decreased. A um, couple other stats that are worth noting. Uh, Pete allowed 5% of his balls in play to be barrels. The league average is 7%. So that's a good sign. And yeah. the swing and miss rate, Uh, swing and miss rate of 37.6%, which is well above league average of 24.9%. And I know we're going to have some negatives to discuss with Pete Fairbanks, but he did finish the regular season relatively strong with seven consecutive scoreless appearances spanning six and a third innings during which he allowed six hits and generated a seven to three strikeout to walk ratio.
1: And at times during his season, you can see that that ceiling being met. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives you so much hope with, with Pete Fairbanks. It's the the fact that he can put it together um, multiple times in a row. And 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 you and with when you couple that command and control with the stuff, he becomes a reliable arm at the back end of a bullpen. Yeah. We gotta go back to that nickname though. I love, love, love. The fire that he plays with, man, I really do. I mean, yeah. as a fan, you can, you just gotta love players that exude passion that that are there for every yes. pitch. Like that gives you fans. That gets mm-hmm. you people to love you no matter what, because they know that you're feeling every yeah. pitch, man.
0: No, and that's he brings that aura, that intimidating presence, and he's six foot six, two hundred twenty five pounds. And what I appreciate about Fairbanks, at least off the field, is he hasn't been afraid to call out the haters. He hasn't been afraid to call out the media companies that... All they do is talk about the Yankees and the Red Sox. That's appreciated that you have somebody that's going to be outspoken and stand up for the franchise that he plays for.
1: And not only media companies, but MLB itself. Yeah. He has called the Yankees the golden child. I <laughs> love that about <laughs> Pete Fairbanks. Are you kidding me? You have a race player that is willing to actually say things that us as race fans do feel Yes. Every day, every time that there's not a, a, a Baseball Tonight segment on ESPN about the team that had 100 wins mm-hmm. in 2021, uh, when they get names wrong repeatedly on the national stage. Uh, yeah, it's great to have a guy like like Pete Fairbanks. And moving on from, from the off-field stuff and, the, and, and maybe the attitude on-field, I, I will say the easy type delivery, yes, love that. Love that because – when you're a pitcher that's so lanky and so tall and there are so many Mm -hmm. moving parts all the time when you lose it on the mound we've we've seen how guys that are his size and build have a difficult time to getting it back on track with that easy type delivery he's kind of eliminating all of that external noise that can happen and just pinpoint a couple of things that if they're, if something is not right, he can just go to them. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's, it's also helpful that Kyle Snyder is also a tall guy himself yes. and he can relate to these, uh, to these long, uh, lanky, uh, Pictures, But I, I will say that easy type delivery, it's always a positive when, when you know, it's by guys that are yeah. this tall. And that might've had to be by design, considering this was a guy that
0: had two Tommy John surgeries. Mm-hmm. Like you better clean that thing up and make sure it's repeatable and you're not having a lot of herky jerky and you're not doing the inverted W, whatever it may be. Yeah, uh, I do notice sometimes, and I don't know if this is something that can be changed or altered, but he does have a tendency to fall off the mound a little bit, but he is working from the extreme first base side, so he yeah. just maybe doesn't have quite as much footing as if he was on the middle of the mound, but that is an astute point you made.
1: And the left tapping, the left yeah. foot tapping, uh, it's it's kind of gone in and out at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's even more pronounced, sometimes it's a little bit less. So I, I'll, I would like to see if that's going to keep up for 2022 because it's borderline balking. <laughs> Like it's right there. Like I have seen way yeah. less things get called a balk than that. Um, that is true. I, I mean, maybe the
0: umpires are afraid to call him on a balk. Like we don't <laughs> want Psycho Pete to go crazy, to go <laughs> nuts on us here.
1: You know, maybe that's that's the reason why you have that look to intimidate. And you know what? That's exactly what you want from bullpen guys is to have that intimidating factor. So no, overall, I think it 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 was a positive year. Yeah. I think you see. Uh, movement in the right direction but i don't think we saw enough Yeah, that there, we wanted there are some drawbacks which we'll get to but first we've got to tell you about
0: bet online bet online is back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So be sure to head over to, to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use their promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Again, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to receive that very special welcome bonus. Bet Online, it is the fastest. And the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, it is where the game starts. Okay, Ulysses, uh, over the course of the season, if there's something we've learned, Pete Fairbanks has been on your crap list (laughs) at times. So I am going to let you go
1: off. Go off on Petey. What went wrong with Petey this season? Well, after hearing that that nickname, that new nickname, I don't know if I want to have him DM me and say, well, what's your problem, man? This
0: might have to be something, a call to the listeners out there. What is the best nickname for Pete Fairbanks? Ooh, is like it that. Crazy Eyes? Is it Psycho Pete? Is it Fiery Fairbanks? Pistol Pete. Ooh, Fiery Ooh.
1: Fairbanks. What is this? This is awesome.
0: Flaming Fairbanks. I don't know. You Something with the fastball, something with his eyes, something with his
1: demeanor, the yes. passion. Okay, I love it.
0: He yeah. kind of reminds me of The Undertaker a little bit, the Ooh, pro wrestler. Yes. So there could be a lot of a lot of game planning there. So if yeah. you have an idea, we I know we did this with the whole... Uh, Bobby
1: Porter there.
0: Yeah, the whole Randy Rosarena nickname yeah. back in the day when he got called up. And, Boy, that, uh, got, that so, got
1: fiery amongst yes. didn't it? So if you
0: have a suggestion or an idea, um, you know, feel free to uh, throw that out there. But uh, yeah, Pete Fairbanks wasn't... He had his struggles. He had his moments. He the does.
1: And, 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 you know, I think the struggles are the amount of, of base runners. Yeah. You, you cannot have a guy at the end of the game, at, at the, in the end of the bullpen, that in 42 and two-thirds innings, he not only allowed 40 hits, but then walks so many Mm -hmm. others. His whip is at 1.43. 1.43. I mean, that is non-tenable at the back end of a bullpen. It really isn't. And and, and the frustrating part is that the strikeouts are there. Mm -hmm. So he will go through a a, outing where he'll face five hitters. He'll strike out three, but allowed a walk and a hit. Yeah. And things got hairy. It it's it doesn't really give you a lot of confidence there, Kevin, to bring out a guy that you know is going to get a, a, allow a hit and possibly a walk. So you're already behind the eight ball, uh, putting a guy on here at mm-hmm. at the at the later part of the bowl, uh, of, of the game, and then you you know I love this stat for 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 pitchers left on base percentage, mm-hmm. how they strand runners. His was not that Ooh. good. Oh yeah. of runners are being stranded on. That's not good, folks. That's not good. Chagua was in the 90th, Mm -hmm. uh, 90% or more. Like, I mean, that means when you have base runners on, you will leave them stranded. That's what we want a high percentage of that. Strand as many runners as you can. Mm -hmm. Pete Fairbanks at 67%. He's allowing too many hits, he's giving out too many free walks or free runners, rather, by giving them walks, and then they're scoring. He's not
0: straining yeah. them. There's a couple of things that I want to address, and one that we have to acknowledge is the struggles in extra innings. I mm-hmm. think the runner on second thing must have screwed with them or hurt him in some way because three of his six losses were in extra innings against the White Sox, Boston, and New York, respectively, yeah. where it's you give up a hit, you give up a single, and you lost the game, which is sort of unfair in a way but to your point about the uh stranded runners and left on base percentage and the difficulty of watching pete fairbanks at times one of maybe the lowest points of the season at least for him in that game against the seattle mariners in mid-june where we just you, you saw the wheels come off. It yeah. was a 5-4 game in the ninth inning. Fairbanks is brought in. He walks Dylan Moore on four straight pitches. He gets an out, but then allows three base hits to Dylan Moore, Jake Bowers, and Kyle Seeger to give the... I mean, the, he, he lost the game on a walk-off.
1: Yeah. In yeah.
0: all intents and purposes.
1: And And... I, I want to talk about that New York game that you called out. It was a ball that you should expect a Wander Franco who is yeah. not fresh off A, to make a play like that. Maybe in September Wander makes that play. He did not that time. Uh, another,
0: He was uh, hurt by some airs and some yeah, some there, bad luck yeah, at times. I, I,
1: saw, I saw his, his Which I his think stuff. is underscored in the FIP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The FIP, you can see that. But um, yeah, still – still a hit is a hit yeah. man and, and and how many of those look, lucky hits uh were there in mm-hmm. in those situations in in 2022 in 2021 42 and, thir- and 2 thirds 40 hits yeah. how many were lucky 5 yeah 6 7 i mean it, it, uh, still too many too much contact is is being provided for a guy that has the stuff to just blow it by guys
0: yeah and that's a good point you made and this is something that i wonder is going to be addressed in the offseason or changed it all he's got great stuff but the command and control is an issue and yep. one thing i've noticed with a lot of three two counts he goes to the slider yep. why not go with the fastball make them hit it mm-hmm. make them hit it and even if they make contact there's no guarantee that they're going to be able to square up that thing like i get thrown a slider in 0-2, 1-2, maybe two right. two but why are you kind of playing with fire and trying to force that slider in the zone on a full count. That's where a lot of the walks are given up. And we can, and I looked back at at some of the bad, you know, you know, giving up the, the free passes. And sometimes we say, ah, you know, the, the pitcher got squeezed here and there. Mm-hmm. Fairbanks never got squeezed. When he missed, he missed really badly. He was a yanking a ball in the dirt or it was a, a breaking ball that didn't break and stayed at the top of the zone. And that's the other thing is like, you know, Mike Zanino might ask for a ball up and in mm-hmm. and Fairbanks throws it down on the way. Sometimes it gets away with it, sometimes it's a ball. Like it's just he's and and that's sort of the risk you take a little bit with a guy that throws as hard as he does and it also maybe if there is sort of a positive lens to this is it makes the uh makes the hitter kind of tighten up a little bit of this guy's throwing 97 to 100, and he doesn't, uh, he doesn't really know where it's going all the time. So I might need to you know, put that extra arm guard on.
1: It's it's the Randy Johnson effect in, of the early yeah. 90s. You know, Oh, my God. He doesn't know where he's throwing 98. Yeah. Holy blank. Mm-hmm. I am scared blankless yes. out of being in this situation right here. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's tough because he does have the stuff to be a guy that you can give the ball and say, hey – you go give me three strike mm-hmm. give me three strikeouts not even outs you can literally tell this guy give me three strikeouts and he can do that the problem is he's gonna get a hit and he's a gonna yeah. and He's going allow a walk and i love that you said that that he's not getting squeezed out of out there because i i did see his walks and it's always down and away stuff and i, yeah. and I love the fact that you said the slider yeah i think the the pitch breakdown from Savant, I I think it was it Savant or 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 Fangraphs that I had. It actually even cut uh, put a, a cutter okay. sometimes. Yeah, a- you 10%. do
0: see maybe a little uh, differential with the fastball sometimes. So so,
1: so maybe he's doing a four seam cutter and then a slider. Uh, but regardless, I, 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 maybe there's just not enough separation between mm-hmm. those two pitches, and maybe there's not a, enough command and control with those two pitches. But I, I do think that. That's way too high of a strand yeah. of a strand percentage of a le- left on base percentage to 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 as many runners as you're having yeah. on.
0: Uh, just to kind of hammer home this point, so league average of pitches thrown in the zone is forty nine point nine percent. Pete Fairbanks threw forty-five point nine percent of his pitches in the zone, so he's below average by a couple ticks in that marker.
1: So a guy that's below average on on hitting the strike zone, you're gonna give the the ball to in a in a situation where you're Ooh. the lead is one run, two 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 runs in the eighth and ninth inning. Mm-hmm. That's why I am a, a strong propon- proponent of use Fairbanks yeah sixth seventh inning when there's two three runs like. I, I get the the value in him and mm-hmm. I understand what he can become. He's not there yet. Yeah.
0: And he's again, what's he, twenty-seven years old? Yeah. So there's still And we acknowledge the couple surgeries. So maybe he's a little bit behind some other guys sure. his age. But um, I don't know. He's he's got the look of this is who I want coming out the Sandman or some mm-hmm. heavy metal music and and you know, coming in the ninth inning, but If you can't execute uh, consistently, then that's a problem big time. Uh, All right, Ulysses, uh, moving on to Pete Fairbanks' future with the team. Uh, I checked this at least according to baseball reference. Fairbanks is arbitration eligible in 2023 and will be a free agent in 2026, which depending on what happens with the CBA, we don't know. But we'll just assume that he will be... A cheap option for the Rays this coming year, 2022, where he'll make essentially league minimum under 600000 whatever it may be, which the Rays like very much.
1: If you were one of those people that bought a Pete Fairbanks jersey uh, or, or a jersey in 2019, good job because this guy's going to be in the team next year mm-hmm. 100%. Uh you know when you talk about the future and how you could better utilize him right now before he gets to hopefully yeah. fulfill all of the expectations uh that 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 we all hope that he can he can succeed. When you look at the splits, Kevin against right handers, it's nice. Mm. It's real tasty. 27 innings 16 hits allowed. Okay. 12 walks. So you see the, the the problem is ongoing. 35 K's in those 27 innings. A 1.04 WHIP mm. against righties. So it, by the way, no home runs allowed uh, against righties. That is
0: something we forgot to mention. That and we kind of sort of alluded to it with the exit velocity and max exit velocity decreasing, but. He has cut down on the yes. on the bombs. Yes, significantly.
1: Point forty-two home runs per nine. Yeah. really nice to see that. That, that which that is why I'm saying three-two count. Throw that fastball. Throw the fastball. It's really hard to gauge up ninety-seven. Yeah. Uh, so but this is maybe a, a, something that you could s- hopefully see them you utilize Pete Fairbanks more is against righties. I mean, okay, if, if the whole race motto since 08 has been. Putting players in a position to succeed, rather than trying to fit a a round peg on a square hole. Yeah, use Pete Fairbanks instead of like, oh, I need this guy to be my eighth and ninth inning guy. I really need him his crazy eyes in the in the eighth and ninth. Use him in the sixth when there are three righties. Yeah, use him in the seventh when there are three uh, three righties and maybe a a a, a, a weak left-handed hitter. Mm-hmm. Use him that way. Get him with that confidence up. Pete Fairbanks looks like the guy when he has his confidence riding high, he can yeah. do anything he wants. He can do anything he wants, which includes a lot of strikeouts. So utilize him, hopefully in the future, in the 2022 season against righties. Let's try that. Mm-hmm. It's fun when he
0: strikes out a guy and he makes that little strut off the mound and yes. turns towards second base. It's it's definitely a fun little thing there. Um You do wonder though about, and this is something that I'll be watching out for in 2022, assuming he's with the team and maybe beyond is, his health. Uh, we talked about him having multiple Tommy John surgeries, but we also have to remember that he had two injured list stints last year due to shoulder issues. He had one in April, the rotator cuff strain, and then, uh, in August, uh, right shoulder inflammation, and that might have been where he had some of his struggles. You know, at least in in September, he, 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 maybe he was trying to get back to right. his normal self. But that'll be something to watch going forward. uh And I just think about this. You know, when I think of Pete Fairbanks, I'm I'm like, you know, when that trade was made back in 2019, that was that was a real baseball trade. It was need for a need swap, yeah. where the Rays gave up Nick Solak, yeah. second base prospect, and the Rangers gave up. Pete Fairbanks, who were like, we can't really, because he was struggling when yes. he had time with the Rangers. We we just, he's great arm, but we cannot figure him out. And the Rays are always like, hey, we can fix some bullpen guys here and there. And theoretically, I mean, let's be honest, was Nick Solak ever going to be able to pave a pathway into the Rays roster with so many other, it was part of that 40-man roster crunch, and there's only so many guys that, I mean, they, they didn't even give Cronenworth a shot. You know, yes. so, uh, and, and you know what? Solax he's been, he's been so solid, okay, for the Rangers. He's not, I don't think, ever going to be an all star. He's basically, you kept track. You kept the league track. average, below average. Like you'll, he was a one war player
1: last, last year. Cent, yeah, you're
0: you're going to get like 700 OPS, dozen yep. home runs, uh, 245 250 average exactly second base spot that's basically what you're going to get and and what the rays have gotten out of pete fairbanks the last couple years especially with all the pitching injuries i think that was it was one of those things that that worked out it wasn't oh we're trying to uh this is a salary dump or this is a huge you know okay we gotta we gotta clear the the 40 man it was a deal where it was like okay I, I need think that need. This, can, this can help both sides, and I think it has for the most part.
1: Yeah, and, and I think, again, that you can still see the streaks of when Fairbanks has it going on that he can be one of the top closers in the game, a high-leverage guy that can just blow it by you. He definitely has the stuff to succeed, but it, it just comes down to can he hone in that command and control? Yeah. Can he make the right adjustments in real time, not only like, oh, from 2021 to 2022, his offseason and uh, and all the work that he has to do in spring training. No, no I, I mean, like within the game. Yeah, that's tough. If he goes one ball, two ball, three ball count, can he just adjust and say, OK, what's going on here? Because it does seem like when he when he kind of derails himself a bit, it's very tough mm-hmm. to get him back in this swing of things. And, you know, obviously that will happen more with relievers than with starters, because that's why they're relievers. They didn't have yeah. the command and control as, as other guys, but you see the potential in, in Pete Fairbanks and let's hope that he, he can bring it on home next year.
0: That was kind of uh, at least when he was with the Rangers, that was sort of a knock on him was, you know, when he was going through struggles and challenges, being able to step off the mound, take a breath regather yourself Mm -hmm. and you know not let the last batter the last two batters affect what's going to happen with what's going on now and yes we've seen that we've seen it unravel at times for sure this past season with pete fairbanks um okay grade for pete fairbanks do you have that red sharpie i do you want mine i want it okay i am going to give
1: pete fairbanks a c plus 79 ooh i was nicer than you i gave him an 83 okay an 83 so 78 83 81 i think most i think most yeah. race fans would would be okay with a b minus to pair of fairbanks cuz you see the the quality is so much mm-hmm. more than an 81 yes it's so much more but you got to come through it can't all just be expectations man you got to come through with the results uh,
0: a couple projection systems here just want to – Get some quick over unders from you uh, for 2022. Pete Fairbanks over under three four nine ERA, under. I'm 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 under. Okay. Yes. Uh, over under 62 innings pitched. Under. Okay. Over under
1: nine saves. Under. Okay. Fair enough. If you use Fairbanks as I want them to, yeah. Begin in the sixth and seventh inning against righties. See his confidence go up and up and up, and then you can start give, giving him eighth and ninth inning opportunities.
0: Well, assuming we'll have eighth and ninth innings, who knows, we, we may be going to seven-inning games with the new CBA.
1: <laughs> Pete Don't Fairbanks may
0: be getting saves in seven innings. Don't put that
1: evil on me, Ricky.
0: I man. know. On that note, yes, thank you for making the Locked on podcast your first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on mlb podcast that is also free and available on all platforms have a good day and we will talk to you tomorrow